0: Well, our text today provide for us a lot of opportunities to speak about a lot of different things. You've got our first reading from Ezekiel, and a whole homily could be given on the basis of that text of the preacher's responsibility of speaking uh, the truth, especially when it comes to moral issues, and how the preacher will be held accountable by God for for not doing so. Uh, We have our gospel text. It's a great text to preach about um, fraternal correction, correcting one another in the church, again, when it comes to moral issues. Uh, today, though, uh, I'd like to continue to speak for the, the third and the final time about our maintenance campaign. I spoke uh, the Sunday before last and last Sunday about it, and um, outside the context of the homily, and so today I'm going to take the homily to actually address that.
1: Uh, to do that, though, let's first
0: begin with our second reading from St. Paul to the Romans. He says, Owe nothing to anyone except to love one another, for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law nothing to anyone except to love one another. Just before that verse he uh, got done saying that you have to make sure that your, your taxes have been paid and your tolls have been paid, and honor to whom honor is due in terms of government authorities has been paid. So he's he's dealing there in the previous verse with the virtue of justice and giving to each his own what they deserve. And uh, and then he kind of has a sort of a clever introduction to the virtue of charity. So he moves from justice to charity or love. And so he says, owe nothing to anyone, don't owe any debts, okay, make sure you're out of debt, except to love one another. For the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. And so in a very clever way, St. Paul is saying that uh, when it comes to justice it's a, these are, it involves debts that can be paid off, and they should be paid off. But when it comes to love, there's a debt that can never be paid off. You always owe it to your neighbor to love them. And this is a, a kind of a clever and paradoxical way of drawing our attention to the difference between these two virtues. You have justice on the one hand, and you've got charity or love on the other. And, uh, they're different, uh, but they're related. One of the big errors, I think, today, is to do all sorts of injustices in the name of love. So, you know, adultery is committed and that's a great, grave injustice to a spouse uh, and yet it's done in the name of love, okay? So you have all manner of things that are done uh, wrong in the name of love. Now, that's not true love, okay? So love, because it does no wrong to its neighbor, can never dip below the standard of the Ten Commandments, Okay, So love can never dip below the standard of the Ten Commandments. But, now on the other hand, the love is much higher, though, than the Ten Commandments. It's a greater virtue than the virtue of justice, which is exemplified in the Ten Commandments. Uh, and it's, it's something very beautiful and wonderful. Uh, it really is the greatest virtue. And uh, we can't Speak about it enough, really, and think about it enough, and try to employ it uh, as much as we possibly can in our life, because that 's really the aim of the christian life is the exercise of charity or love um, when you when you can think of justice. There is a, an issue of, you know, you're bound to do X, Y, or Z or not to do X, Y, or Z. And there's this issue of kind of limits put upon your freedom, okay, because you can't do this or you should do that. There's a sort of a sense of necessity and constraint or obligation. When it comes to love, though, there's this whole uh, sort of reality of freedom that happens. And it's a very beautiful thing. So it's like, I can, I, in my mind, I sort of imagine the law as kind of like a ceiling over our heads, but then love is like this kind of wonderful eagle that, as it were, flies above the ceiling and, and it flies free. It never dips below the standard of the law, but nonetheless, it, it is free and it doesn't act out of constraints. Love pursues what's truly good for one's neighbor. Love is drawn to what is good and then wants what's good for uh, for the neighbor. And this has, both of these virtues have a direct application when it comes to generosity towards the church and giving towards the church, uh, to the church, or to the poor for that matter as well. Um, there is an issue of justice. About a year ago, I spoke on the precepts of the church, one of which is to support the church. And uh, so when you, you think of the precept, I guess you've got this kind of obligation, there's an issue of justice that you really kind of owe it to support the church monetarily. Uh, But what I would like to appeal to my brothers and sisters and to myself today is to do so, though, on the basis of love, which is a higher motive uh, than just the motive of justice. Love gives freely. There's not a sense of constraint. And also really involved with love is this effect of joy. And so joy flows forth naturally. If you love something or someone, there is this joy that's involved in it. And I think that we, we see that uh, in a really lived way amongst all the, the generous time, talent, and treasure that our brothers and sisters have given to this parish for many, many years, for generations really. There's a love and there's a joy as well. I, I uh, really very much was pleased with the, the presentations that were given last Sunday on behalf of the different parishioners. Um, In St. John's, we had Chris and Paul Louster speak, and they they talked about all the reasons why they love this parish. They talked about quality music and clean facilities and many opportunities to volunteer. And they said that this is their family. So that was kind of another theme, I think, that connected all the different people uh, when they spoke, was the theme of family and the theme of love. And uh, Roger Clark in St. Michael's and Lyons uh, I shall, actually I'll quote from him directly here. He says, uh, the people of Clyde, Savannah, and Lyons all love this parish deeply. It is our parish. So much of what goes on in our parish, much of which we are unaware of. Uh, everyone just, everything just seems to get done. So often this is done silently without any fanfare, but it means so much. And so he's highlighting the love that the people have for their parish and how all of that service, the time, uh, and the talent, uh, is given out of love, and it's not given to kind of toot your own horn or, or what have you, but it's just simply done because of the appreciation that the people have for their parish. And then our own uh, Dick and Andy uh, did a great job last Sunday, talked about how they had moved here to Savannah about 40-something years ago, and they raised all their kids here at St. Patrick's. Um, and so it's kind of neat because they talked about their family, their natural family, but also that we're brothers and sisters and we're family here. And this is our spiritual family and, and this is, uh, it's all about love. And so I think that was a common theme, I think, through all the different talks that were given was this theme of family and this theme of love. Um, some kind of concrete ways, then, that we're going to kind of, hopefully, you won't hear much more about this uh, from the pulpit, from me. Uh, uh, so the way that we're going to kind of wrap this uh, maintenance campaign up is you're going to receive, if you haven't already, a letter in the mail. And, again, it highlights some of the things that have already been spoken about pretty extensively. And you'll find in that mailing a uh, commitment card. okay and it's an opportunity to inc- increase your weekly offering by $5. That's the w- suggestion. If everybody did that by $5, our financial needs would be met. There's options though to say, well, I can't increase my weekly offering by 5, but I'll off- I'll increase it by, you know, you put in the blank $2 or what have you. And then there's the option to say, well, I'd like to increase it by more, whatever that would be. And then there's an addition, uh, there's another category, uh, an opportunity to give a, a one-time contribution. Um, so that's going to be one of the, the most important and concrete ways uh, that we can help and contribute and give out of generosity to our parish family, out of love. Also, just some, some concrete things that I spoke about with people recently. One of our finance council members mentioned how, you know, when you give to the poly box, the, the, the parish indirectly benefits from that because the people who pick that up, they give us a certain, they give the parish a certain percentage. Um, of the money that that is accrued uh, in connection with the with the poly box, so if you 're thinking about giving clothes away or what have you, do so to the poly box that you 're indirectly benefiting the parish um, another uh, Another thing is memorials that are given during funerals um, now there 's some very special things that people give to uh, that mean a lot to them, um, heart association or or, uh, you know, SPCA or whatever it might be. But I'd also encourage us to simply say, well, in in honor of this person, give to the parish. Okay, so to have the memorial directed towards the parish, it really kind of only makes sense.
1: Finally, another and a
0: third third issue here is, uh, coming up in October, there'll be an opportunity, a man from the diocese is going to come, we're going to invite him into a parish and he's going to talk about, uh, what's called, uh, planning for your legacy. You're going to speak about how to basically prepare for your, for your death. Okay, talk about funeral preparations, talking about legal issues with lawyer lawyers settling your estate. It's gonna be very informative and very helpful. And there'll also be uh information included in that talk about willing uh money to the church as well. So uh encourage us you'll probably hear more about that from me as that time draws closer. Uh, but the main thing right now, my brothers and sisters, is this letter that you're going to receive in the mail with a commitment card. So God bless you all. Uh, thank you for uh, considering all of this and, and thinking about it with me over these past three Sundays. And I love you all, and I'm very confident that uh, this financial uh, issue that we have, that we're confronting right now, we'll, we'll be able to um, meet it uh, with great love and with great joy.